Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I am so grateful you're here with us. I'm so thankful to be your host. Today we're looking at one of the most fascinating and mysterious and popular archaeological finds of all time. And yes, I'm talking about the Antikythera mechanism. The Antikythera mechanism. We're going to look at what that is and how so many people say this is an ancient computer. So let's get started. God bless. Thanks for being here. I remember when I first became acquainted with this years ago, you know, I had been raised in American culture and kind of looked at the upward swing of mankind, the progress of civilization, and looked at ancient man as fairly unintelligent. And then, uh, you know, they certainly didn't have the internet and the various things we have today, cars and airplanes and all this. And so the more I studied ancient man, the more I realized they were extraordinarily intelligent in so many ways. This is one of those ways. Let's get started. I'm on Wikipedia. The Antikythera mechanism, and that's A-N-T-I-K-Y-T-H-E-R-A mechanism, is an ancient Greek hand-powered ori. Now, what is an ori? And an ori, O-R-R-E-R-Y, is a mechanical model of the solar system that illustrates or predicts relative positions and motions of the planets and moons, usually according to the heliocentric model the sun model. So, the Antikythera mechanism, discovered 1901 in a wreck off the Greek island of Antikythera, and extensively studied, exhibited the diurnal motions of the sun, moon, and the five known planets. Now, think about that. You're sitting there looking into the sky. How do you differentiate between a planet and a star? And so it's dated between 150 to 100 B.C. It's now considered one of the first Ori's. But uh, many decades it was ignored because it was thought to be far too complex to be uh, genuine. Now, it was geocentric and used a mechanical calculator to calculate astronomical positions. According to Cicero, the Roman philosopher who was writing in the first century B.C., the Greek polymath, Posidonius, constructed a planetary model. And uh, so that's just fascinating. And so it's described as the oldest example of an analog computer. An analog computer... An analog computer is a type of computer that uses the continuous variation aspect of physical phenomena, such as electrical, mechanical, or hydraulic qualities, to model the problem being solved, in contrast to digital computers. <laughs> so, technically, it is a computer. And it was used to predict astronomical positions and eclipses decades in advance. I remember when I was studying philosophy years ago and Thales of Miletus considered to be the first Western philosopher. But he wasn't just a philosopher. He predicted an eclipse accurately. And you begin to think, man, these people knew, didn't they? So he could 
I'll repeat this. It predicted astronomical positions and eclipses decades in advance. Now, I do know, wasn't it the Egyptians? The Great Pyramid is set up to where it knows where the North Star will be 25,000 years from now. I know the Mayans had some things as well. I think it was the Mayans. It could also be used to track the four-year cycle of athletic games, which was similar to an Olympiad, the cycle of the ancient Olympic Games. This artifact was among wreckage retrieved from a shipwreck off the coast of the Greek island Antikythera in 1901. On May 17, 1902, it was identified as containing a gear by archaeologist Valerio Stice. The device housed in the remains of a wooden box that measured 13.4 inches by 7.1 inches by 3.5 inches was found as one lump later separated into three main fragments which are now divided into 82 separate fragments after conservation efforts. Four of these fragments contain gears while inscriptions were found on many others. Largest gears, 5.1 inches in diameter. The gear originally had, get this, had 223 teeth. And uh, just incredible. It had 37 meshing bronze gills gear, excuse me, enabling it to follow the movements of the moon and the sun through the zodiac, through the zodiac, to predict eclipses and to model the irregular orbit of the moon, where the moon's velocity is higher than the than in its perigree than in its apogee. This motion was studied in the second century BC by astronomer Hipparchus of Rhodes, who speculated he may have been consulted the machine's construction. There's speculation a portion of the mechanism is missing. And it also calculated the positions of five classical planets. Absolutely incredible. So, in, in really the largest date range, 205 B.C. to 87 B.C. Later, clockwork is known from the medieval Byzantine and Muslim worlds, but worlds works with similar complexity, did not appear again until the development of mechanical astronomical clocks in Europe in the 1300s, 14th century. And so, also, they are wondering if this wasn't an anomaly, that maybe a lot of Greek ships had this. Now, there's similar devices in ancient literature, Roman world. One reason I like Wikipedia, just go right here. Cicero's De Republica, 51 to 51 BC, a first century BC philosophical dialogue, mentions two machines that some modern authors consider as some type of planetarium or orrery, predicting the movements of the sun, the moon, and the five planets known at that time. They're both built by Archimedes. Give me a lever big enough I can move the world. Brought to Rome by General Marcus Claudius Marcellus after the death of Archimedes at the siege of Syracuse in 212 BC. So we see that possibly they're being built in 212 BC. And uh, we have Marcellus's nephew, 166 BC. Uh, Gaius Suplicius Gallus 
credited by Pliny the Elder as the first Roman to have written a book explaining solar and lunar eclipses. I do know that's a huge thing of why flat earth struggles, you know, to explain how eclipses could happen. And so it just goes on. The first model had traced, it had been presented, the first model, it had been presented by Thales of Miletus, that afterwards, Eudoxus of Sinaitis, a disciple of Plato, had traced on its surface the stars that appear in the sky. And so that's pretty interesting. Um, Papias of Alexandrius stated that Archimedes had written a now lost manuscript on the structure of these devices entitled on spear making, as in spear, S-P-H-E-R, spherical, circular, semicircular, anyhow. Um, there was also some of the Eastern Mediterranean. So just, I was looking at the Archimedes Palompest as well. Um, it gives the accuracy of which it works. Just <laughs> absolutely incredible. Um, and uh, the Antikythera mechanism, ancient man wasn't that dumb. You can't be dumb and know trigonometry like the Sumerians and build the Great Pyramid. You just can't. And the seven wonders of the ancient world. So God bless you. Hey, thanks for being here with us. Um, this just shows a biblical model that, like Adam and Eve, very smart, and then they fell. So sin entered the world. That's what brought the dumbing down of the world, so to speak. Evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And sin, as the old saying goes, will make you stupid. So thankful you're here. Hey, leave us a five-star review and join us daily. Subscribe, listen to our playlist, and uh, pray for us. We love all of you. Thank you. If this is your first time, we're so glad you're here. And if this is your thousandth time here, we're so thankful you're here and somewhere in between. We're just glad you're here. And uh, let's keep showing the world the truth of Holy Scripture. Talk with you later. Bye-bye.